The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, Gordon and I just inspected. Uh, do we have a name for the bird outside? Bird? Milton was suggested, suggested. I'm not sure why. Well, that's your middle name. That is my middle name, but it wasn't me that suggested it. Uh, Kepler was up taking a oh. look. And he said, why don't we call it Milton? I don't know where he pulled that out of. But we'll call him Milty, I guess. He has not moved Still at there? All, but he's very alert. Okay. He's looking around. But he's not moving. Oh, well, we'll just give him some time. Yeah. Sometimes when you have a tough fall, it takes a while to get back up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sit out a couple of plays. We'll see what happens. But I am going to keep an eye on this bird. If at four, or at what time do we get off? Six o'clock. If it's still there, then what? Then you're going to find a little box to put it in. Yeah. And then you're going to take it to the Wildlife Rehabilitation Center. I can do that. Yeah. Now, it used to just be on just south of you guys. I don't know if it's still there or not. All right. Well, I'll look we'll it find up out between sure. now and then. That's where I took the, the owl. And they'll actually nurse this back mm-hmm. to health. and That's their job. Okay. All right. Great. Done and done. What would you like to... Uh... Ever had bed bugs? Yeah, this is weird. Hey, I found out about this last night. Um, there was a tweet that went out from mm-hmm. the University of Alberta. Of course, Hunter goes to the U of A. He's at this library all the time, the Rutherford Library. That's where he studies uh, and does whatever in between classes. So he said it was the first floor only. And the signage was up already. So there's obviously, there's no beds in, in, in the uh, university library, but there are couches, and apparently bed bugs have well, spread. you know, there's there's no beds on, uh, right. c- on city buses, but there's been bed bugs spotted on there sure. over the years past. They come in on backpacks. I hope your kid hasn't been leaving it on the floor. Mm, yeah. And then bringing it into the house. Exactly. So Hunter says he never uses the first floor, so okay. we're fairly confident that uh, we're okay. Uh, Rutherford staff, they, they say they received an initial report of bed bugs from a student on September 11th. Uh, staff then hired a pest management company to investigate. The next day, the company found... Uh, quote, an area of concern near the public computer area. (laughs) Um, That area now closed. It's been treated. The furniture that was in the area has been removed and disposed of. Uh, The library remains open, and the service desk was moved to the second floor. So, yeah. Yeah, if, if you've if you've ever dealt with uh, bed bugs in your house, you know what a pain in the you know what these are to deal with to get rid of. Um, the oldest when he was living here before he moved to Japan, his place ended up uh, he had a a little apartment downtown that I I still would say was a, a sketchy building to start with. But it can happen in any kind of building. It doesn't have to be a sketchy building or it can be a, a beautiful home or a beautiful yep, hotel. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, he ended up with uh, bed bugs in that place and everything just ended up getting thrown out. But I was adamant when he came to the house that if, you know, if he was bringing a bag over, a gym bag or a backpack, it, kept, it was outside. It's not coming into my house. They spread really... Uh, here's the thing. They spread rapidly. They spread spread easily. They are actually easily handled as well, though, but if you don't handle it properly, you give them the opportunity to spread. I know that a cousin of mine uh, went to Thailand and at one of her, uh, one of the hostels Mm -hmm. picked up bed bugs and she washed all her clothes, but it wasn't enough. And she spread it to the next place she was at, and then those who were traveling with her suddenly realized that they had bed bugs. So the university actually offered some 
prevention tri- uh, tips. So this is uh, if you th- suspect you might have bed bugs. Uh, decluttering, and this means throwing away everything you don't need anymore. Don't throw away your mm-hmm. furniture, of course, until you talk with a pest control operator, and they'll tell you what items can be treated and what cannot be treated. Um, use a vacuum cleaner and the crevice tool of the vacuum cleaner to vacuum all the possible places bed bugs might hide. Wash any signs of bed bugs as best you can. The reason for this is you want to see if new signs appear. Mm-hmm. So if you found signs, uh, you clean those as best you can to see if new ones appear. Now, the heat of a hot dryer will kill all stages of bed bugs. So you can take sheets, you can mm-hmm. take coverings, and uh, as long as you dry them. And I know it's not on this list, but I have heard the suggestion before that you dry them first, then wash them and dry them again. So you are not spreading it between basket, washing machine, Mm. you know, Um, and isolate. Once items have no more bed bugs, keep them away from any bed bed bugs you know are still in your home. Pest control, probably your first phone call, right? Oh, yeah, calling somebody to come spraying. Yeah. Uh, We were told the bed bug is the great hitchhiker of the bug world. They travel very well, says Vic. Yeah, uh, you can bring them in on closed tool. Realtors have uh, this, have dealt with this with this problem as well. And and you know, ha- have you ever been at a hotel, a, a hotel, and kind of looked at the at the bed sheet down around the bottom, to and if you've seen if, and see any signs? See, I've not seen it, but here's the thing: I know that hotels know that a review that mentions bed bugs can kill them. So most big hotels are, you know, I, I guess maybe I would say most. All well-run hotels are always on the lookout for bed bugs to make sure that they can treat them. And I know on I like the show Hotel Impossible with uh, Anthony. I can't remember his last name, um, but he often discovers bed bugs at the hotels he's trying to find. And the treatment is typically taping everything off and raising the heat in the room. And like this suggestion said, hot will kill bed bugs at all stages, right? And they have dogs that can actually sniff out bed bugs, which is the coolest thing ever, right? Um, but have you ever? And I haven't had I've to deal with. I've not seen it myself. And I haven't had to deal with this one because, again, my boys were older when I when I got them, and I think oftentimes in, this happens in you know younger, much younger kids. But dealing if your if your kids have ever had lice, mm. or if you've um, you, you know come home, they've come home with a letter from school saying that one of the kids do, and just to be on on the lookout, be aware, all of that sort of stuff. Oh, the bird flew away? Yeah, the bird flew away. A lady came here from wildlife thing, and I showed her where the bird was, and it flew away. Oh, oh that's awesome. great. So, that's a, good ending. a lady from the wildlife thing showed up? So showed up. Yeah, she had a little box, and she took one look at it, and then we scared it, and it flew off. Oh, good do news. You, do you ever forget, you guys, how many people listen to this show? I know. Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, good news story the goat's okay, and the bird. The Goat goat's okay, and okay. Milton the bird. Thanks, nice. Gordo. Thank you. Oh, that's great news. Well, like I say, when I just checked on it a moment yeah. ago, and I'm no, you know, I'm yeah. obviously I'm no expert, it, it didn't appear to be injured. It appeared to be just stunned, like yeah. it was just the, sitting there looking around. The one that happened a couple months ago at the house, it took, I mean, that bird hit about an hour ago yeah yeah and it took about an hour an hour bit before that oh, that little bird i, I don't got know up why i'm so relieved but i'm honestly so I relieved i know um but back to but, but lice to the lice thing yeah. I, you know have you had to deal with that i remember being a kid in uh, public school and you know we'd have to sit through they would comb through and they'd look they'd look they'd actually look for yeah, it yeah they we had a situation and i honestly don't remember if it was the edmonton kids or the calgary kids i can't recall where we got a notification saying to look for lice because lice had been detected on a child at mm-hmm. school and we looked and one of the kids did have lice and so we got it treated we got it taken care of and then a few weeks later um same child gets lice again 
And we sort of determined in hindsight that the original you know, ground zero child was not being taken care mm. of. So whatever parent was not taking care of it, and it would spread to the class within yeah. days. Oh, yeah, very quickly. Yeah, and it was just annoying. At one point, I believe, and I might, I might be making this up, I believe at one point everybody stayed out of class for a day, and they did something with the classroom mm. as well. So I'm not sure if lice only lives on humans or whatever. But, but yeah, I do remember that. And it's shocking to find it out, right? But typically when you go to get the kid's hair done, haircuts or whatever, they always tell you if there's a... There's a problem, and it's actually pretty easy to spot, too. Yeah. I'll never forget doing that. Oh, yeah. I do remember which child it was now, but I won't say. Um, just, you know, separating the hair and looking at the scalp and going, oh, my God. Yeah, and then that little comb. That's right. The little comb. And you pull it out, and you yeah. can see the... But yeah. then the the challenge being of doing all the sheets, that's doing right. all... Like, that is a, that's a big job. And, and just by, like, word association almost... Your head almost, you, you get scratchy, mm-hmm. you get itchy. I dated a guy years back and his kids, I don't know if they had it or a kid in school had it, something like that. But I was freaking out. Of course. Because all of a sudden I was like, oh, I can feel my head tingle and it had nothing. <laughs> But just in your in your in your mind about it, and it, it is so common. Yeah. But I don't know if that kind of stigma has gone away when it comes to to lice and school children. But I remember when we were kids would be like, oh, no, they're, you know. Yeah, certainly when and I went to school, happens. that was a it's stigma. It's same as bed sure. bugs. It can just happen. It can just happen. But you're right. I remember that was sort of an indication of poor parenting and poor hygiene. Um, but who's to say where you got yeah. the lice, right? And for that matter. Uh, you could have gotten off off a comb that you borrowed, uh, you know, or one that was used on you at a hairdresser or whatever. Like, it could have come from a lot of different places. Dale says, did you know there's a bed, a bed bug register online telling people uh, problem areas in the city? I did not. Um, someone, uh, this one from Pinoca, I always check for bed bugs at hotels. Yes, I, I don't really do that. And Graham says, bed bugs are the most infuriating, horrible, psychological weapon of war you could ever imagine. <laughs> and Randy says, from experience, it does not matter what you do. They hide in walls and in baseboards. Hmm. Huh. Bring huh. someone in, just fog it out. I'm now itchy, Yeah. <laughs> which is weird. But yeah, okay, thanks for that. We'll look at another day talking about creepy crawlers. We did spiders the other day. Today, bed bugs and lice. I just remembered the spiders when someone brought that up on the text line because Mm -hmm. someone tweeted us yesterday about it. And I was like, what were we talking about that were... Yeah, we got going on spiders and those big orb spiders that are being seen all over. And you know, it got me thinking about, uh, you know, to get ready to cringe again. But back when we moved, I always say I'm from Prince Edward Island, but I was born in Winnipeg. So I started in Winnipeg, moved to Toronto. My family did. Then we moved to Charlottetown, where I basically grew up, right? But in Toronto, when we unpacked, uh, we had a cockroach problem, which we had not had in uh, Winnipeg. So we suspected that part of our load had been combined with somebody else's Mm. or something. And, you know, cockroaches are like cockroaches. It's hard to kill them. And so in Toronto, we got everything sprayed when we moved to Charlottetown. We spent a year in Toronto and battled those cockroaches the whole time. The whole time. No matter what you did, no matter how many traps, no, and we had exterminators come in and spray the house. Didn't matter. A week later, they would turn up again, and we were told, well, they'll go hide, right? They'll go down into the sewers, they'll go wherever, and then they'll return to where they know or where they sense food is or whatever. So we got it sprayed before Charlottetown. Um, twice, I think, once in storage and once on the truck. And then we unpacked in Charlottetown, and for the first week, 
everything was good. And then they came back and we we battled them again. Laid for, eggs or something and then I they don't were... maybe and it was it was it's awful. Like you would you wouldn't see them during the day at all. And but at night uh, Yeah, you turn on a light in the kitchen, um, and you'd see them like just suddenly freeze and they'd be everywhere. And it, it wasn't that my mother wasn't a great housekeeper because she was, and she cleaned that house to mm-hmm. you know surgical standard. But that's a that's another really really tough. Well, one. what is it they've said about cockroaches that they will sur- they will survive, survive a nuclear, nuclear bomb? Yeah, yeah, that's so. right. Um, but you know, and I wondered about that. I, 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 the thought crossed my mind when I moved out, went to university, and then to Sault Ste. Marie. I wonder if I'm bringing. <laughs> they're coming. Yeah. They've hitched a ride. I'm spreading. I'm sending them back west again. But they never. They've never mm. appeared anywhere that I've lived. But, you know, New Orleans, and I don't know what they could possibly do about this. The hotel we stayed in had two courtyards, Mm -hmm. and people sit out there and they eat food and whatever. We saw cockroaches in New Orleans that were just shocking, where you look down and and think, is is that a mouse? I'm not sure I've ever seen one there. Oh, yeah, we saw them. Yeah. And you don't know if that's a really legitimate critique of the hotel because that's basically an outdoor space. Oh, yeah. There's so right? many outdoor, you know, the courtyards and yeah. the warmth and people are exactly. eating outside all the time, especially in the quarter. Yeah. But, yeah. There's something about a cockroach that's just uh, off-putting. I mean, all, most insects will make most people cringe a little bit, but there's something specifically about them. And, and like I say, in New Orleans, they're big and they're fast. So you look down because it, it's almost like seeing a ghost. You feel out of your peripheral vision. You just saw something. Then you see this thing go, oh, is that a leaf? Or you know what else is really creepy? The little uh, antennae? Well, no, the, the ones. Oh, I don't the know legs, if, they're, if, yeah. they're, no, they're, if they're earworms or kind of that reddy brown. Mm. And they have a whole bunch of legs and they're about an inch or two long. And they have those the antennae off the top. Well, these ones, what are those? These ones hissed, which is something else I'd never seen before. They made a, a noise. <laughs> And it's sort of like, yeah, you can have, you can actually have the pizza. No, that was just you after a couple of hand grenades. Could have been, yeah. That's all that was. You stopped at the tropical aisle and you grabbed (laughs) grabbed a couple hand grenades. Anybody else here hissing? Who's hissing? (laughs) Andrew. (laughs) A Shakespeare in love tickets for you still to come on the show today. Uh, it's the performance at the Citadel coming up. So your chance to win your way into that and again that uh, word of the day at 420 to win your way onto that trip. The winter getaway with uh, Jay Lynn, with me and Andrew going to Mexico the third week of January. You can check out all the details at 630ched.com right now if you'd like or go to newestravel.com. Been talking to a few of our listeners from the last trip and some have already booked. Mm-hmm. Others are looking into it. So I know it's going to fill up pretty quick. Uh, and it's going to be another great trip. I just know it. Come join us on that one. Eileen Bell has your 3 o'clock news headlines right now. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.